0: Next up is Subhadra Das telling us the story of a bad day at work for a sword swallower. This is a particularly interesting specimen in UCL pathology collections, the sword swallowers heart and esophagus and the sword. When I first encountered this story, it was even before I was curator of the pathology collections, Uh, and it was always called that, it was always the sword swallowers, heart and esophagus. Um, Everyone always called it by its full name, which was really interesting. And I originally saw it in one of our, um, in the the spirit store in Foster Court at UCL, um, when it was in the storage area of the zoology collection. Um, and it was later brought back up to the Royal Free, which is where the pathology collections uh, are stored. um, When I found that in our documentation there was a record of it, Annoyingly, for a museum curator, the only record of it was sword-swallower's heart and oesophagus. Didn't even mention the actual sword. Um, So from a museum curator's point of view, it's a really interesting story as to how this thing has survived when other things from that collection haven't lasted. There are plenty of other gaps in that catalogue, plenty of things that have got a catalogue entry but we don't have the specimen anymore. Um, So for me, this is an interesting object because of the mythology around it and the fact that people just. seem to let it go because of ironically the completeness and incompleteness of the story um, and as a result there's very little I can tell you in terms of the history uh, of this particular specimen it's uh, it, it clearly comes from a person this is a human heart in esophagus and the sword itself we can assume um, although there's nothing to say that we should that it was the sword in question that caused the death of this person. When you're looking at the specimen, what you can see is that there is a perforation in the esophagus, the food pipe, going down, and uh, the sword would have gone through the esophagus and toward the heart. What you can't see from the specimen is what would have happened in real life, and also at the time of death, is that the heart would have been beating. And as a result, the heart is almost stabbing itself against the knife. this is a really, this this is not a pleasant way to die. Uh, it would have been extremely painful and extremely traumatic. Not necessarily any external bleeding. So this individual would have probably suffered a huge amount as they were dying. Um, and there's not really any way of knowing specifically how long it would have taken them. Hopefully, and it makes sense because it, it's acting on the heart, it wouldn't have taken a long time, but nonetheless would have been extraordinarily painful and traumatic. Um, In terms of the specimen in the context of the museum, for me the thing that it highlights and the thing that I find the most interesting is that it lives at this intersection between medicine and the freak show. So uh, the history of anatomy museums and the history of the freak show, pretty much the same history for a lot of the Victorian era. Medical professionals make a very clear distinction now uh, between what is a medical museum used for medical teaching and um, things that were, at the time, freak shows. But when you look at the history of medical collections and you look at some of the historical specimens within them, the overlaps are really easy to see, and this specimen tells that story really well. Um, But there's also a medical history story here too, which is that... um, doctors, the, the original doctors who were doing endoscopy um, which is the process whereby you send a tube down someone's throat in order to be able to see uh, what's going on in their body and how it's working the first person that technique was ever tried on was a sword swallower because sword swallowers, the very special technique that they have is that through practice they've disabled their gag reflex um, and so a lot of endoscopic technology and ways in which that kind of medical technology today works is thanks to people who have this very particular specialism um, and so we have those, there's all kinds of wider aspects to do with medical history and they all intersect in this specimen in a, in a way that I find really interesting.